Hey there, patriots. I'm Melissa, Red Pill of the World. I lead the Freedom Force Battalion, where we look at the current events in the light of God's Word. What we are all experiencing is biblical. This is the great day we have been waiting for all our lives. The great awakening when we all wake up and take our freedom back. Check out my show where we discuss the wonderful truth about end times. Join me, Melissa Red Pill the World, and the Freedom Force Battalion. Hey there, patriots. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World with the Freedom Force Battalion. We're going to have fun today. As always, we're going to talk about our wonderful genius president, President Trump, who uh, trolled the uh, them on January 6th. They played them like a fiddle and it's forced their hands. I'm going to show you some things that you may not be aware of that's happening on the, the January 6th issue. Number two, we're going to talk about this Beijing Olympics. Uh, this is coming up in February, and we need to be all hands on deck to push back on this because what what's up? How could they? How could we go to an Olympics when we're at war with the Chinese Communist Party? That's ridiculous. So I'm going to show you the epic rant from uh, from Steve Bannon. He was in in amazing form yesterday, and I'm also going to show you the latest on Prince Andrew. Oh. He and and Jelaine uh, Maxwell are having some tough days. So anyway, I will be right back after the break. Hey, Patriots, check out MyPillow.com for the best deals, 75% off high quality American made products, wonderful pillows and blankets and sheets and towels and slippers, dog beds. I love the body pillow, the robes, so many great products that you will love and your family will love. Make sure to use the promo code Melly. Thanks guys. Hey, Patriots, let's get it. Let's have fun. If you have uh, not been to our site, this is my website right here, freedomforce.live. It's from the verse that says, we're taking the kingdom by force. We've suffered violence, but violent men take it by force and girls too, right? And so we're going to see the, our, this kingdom come, his will being done on earth as it is in heaven, because this is biblical. That's what is happening right now. I'm going to show you. I'm also going to show you that that beast, if you haven't seen it, that beast from um, the U.S that the UN put in front of their uh, their UN, uh, the New York headquarters. I'm going to show you that. But yeah, definitely check this out. Here's all the, the links. Definitely join with us on the, all the different social media. It's all right here. And then I have 600 videos right here in these categories. So you can definitely get uh, check that out and just see so many ways that this is biblical. All right. And then this is the book End times in a thousand years of peace. I'll show you just a little bit about that here in a little, in a minute. All right. So the first thing is let's look at what in the world is going on on this January 6th breaking feds finally admit to running secretive DOJ commandos at January 6th Trump protests. Now, I know people are disappointed. Oh, the president, you know, president Trump is not going to speak on the 6th. He is the troll in chief. He truly, truly is. And so something else was going on. He has, he had this whole planned out. They were not, you know, no telling what their original plan was, but he always trolls them in such a way that he's directing them to do what he wants them to do. So they have, they've been, uh, now they've come out with this. They finally admitted 
to running this secretive DOJ commandos. They've never told that this whole time. And I've just been like, I mean, we knew it on the very day, but but we 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 knew it was it was a dark hat operation. We knew that they were that they were pulling a fast one. We knew they were gonna blame us. This is the same canned thing they do time after time after time. But yes, yeah, so they finally admitted it. And I'm just so appreciate the Gateway Pundit coming out with this. The Department of Justice admitted this week to running secretive DOJ commandos at the January 6th protests in DC. Four Trump, now look at this, four Trump supporters died that day, including two women who were killed by Capitol Hill police. This is what is re reported by the Gateway Pundit. Now, interestingly enough, we get, we get various reports about this. This third woman was almost killed, but she was rescued by Green Beret Jeremy Brown. Uh, and you can see that that information there if you want to go on the gateway pen i'll make sure you have the links on all this i'll put them all the links on freedomforce.live after the show the doj commanders were given shoot to kill orders now they're admitting the government did in fact have commandos at the capitol on january 6th after nearly a year this information is finally coming out they accused this website and others of being conspiracy nuts for reporting on the feds in the crowd that day now, uh, I'm going to read a little bit more of this to you, but I want you to know that we've, I've done like four videos on this, including where we, you know, Tucker Carlson did that expose on the Patriot Purge three different days. And I, and I did videos on it and it's showing this guy, Ray Epps. I'll talk to you about him in just a minute. We've talked about it before, but now he's been subpoenaed to court. We're going to talk about that. But yeah, definitely check into some of these videos uh, on, I've got them on BitChute and I've got them on Rumble and I've got them on the freedomforce.live part one, two, and three. Three and and you know what what how they use this to to you know blame us for something clearly that they they did all right that was the whole reason for it we'll likely never know how many feds were working that day to sabotage peaceful protests and I know you're probably having difficulties with your family members because of this very thing that you're like we we were not you know doing what you said we were doing but. They just have are brainwashed into believing what the mainstream media says. That's what's so difficult. Anyway, on Sunday, January 3rd, the head of a half dozen elite government special operations teams met in Quantico, Virginia, to go over potential threats, contingencies, and plans for the upcoming joint session of Congress. The meeting and the subsequent deployment of these shadowy commandos of January 6th have, has never been revealed. Before, right after the new year, Jeffrey Rosen, the acting attorney general on January 6th, approved implementation of a long-standing contingency plan dealing with the most extreme possibilities in an, an attack on President Trump or Vice President Mike Pence, a terrorist attack involving a, a weapon of mass destruction and a de declaration of measures to implement continuity of government, requiring protection and movement of presidential successors. Rosen made a unilateral decision Unilateral means no one else was involved. He made this decision all by himself without the Capitol Police, without the Metro Police, without the Capitol, you know, anyone who is in authority there. He took uh, preparatory steps to deploy Justice Department and so-called national forces. There was no formal request from the U.S. Capitol Police, the Secret Service, the Metro Police Department. In fact, no external request from any agency. The leadership in justice and the FBI anticipated the worst and decided to act independently. The special operations forces lurking behind the scenes. He says, I believe the DOJ res responsibly 
I'm sorry, reasonably prepared for contingencies ahead of January 6th, understanding that there was considerable uncertainty as to how many people would arrive, who those people would be, precisely what purposes they would pursue, Rosen later told Congress. He stressed that his department note uh, no frontline role with respect to crowd control, that they were focused on high-risk operations. Their meeting on January 3rd included the FBI's hostage rescue team, the FBI's national render safe team, and FBI SWAT team from the uh, Baltimore field offices, uh, special response teams from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and Explosives, ATF, and the U.S. Uh, Marshals Service Special Operations Group. So they, you can read more of this article, but they planned this. Now, <laughs> what they're not saying is that they're not saying that they did this, that they that they infiltrated the Patriots to get them to go into the Capitol. They did. They're not saying that. They're not admitting that. But at least they're admitting that they had a contingent. They had these special forces on January sixth, and so they've been forced because of President Trump. They've been forced to to reveal this information. Right. As well as what we've been doing, we've been pushing back. Of course, Tucker Carlson with the Patriot Purge, we're, we're exposing all of this. So they're having to admit, oh, yes, well, we had some people because we were doing our job. Right. That's how they always, always play it. But little by little by little, the truth is coming out. All right. So I want you to see that and then look at this. This is really cool because um, uh, reported on the nationalfile.com, bombshell Stuart Rhodes, right? This guy right here, Stuart Rhodes, Mr. Eyepatch, okay? And I've heard people say that he's a good guy. <laughs> they all look like good guys. They all are making themselves out to be good guys. And so we have learned to be very, very skeptical when, you know, good old, when it quacks like a duck, something's up with these people. And so they, and John Sullivan, and sorry, and Ray Epps, this guy right here, Ray Epps, and John Sullivan are subpoenaed to testify in the January 6th Oath Keepers case. So they have been subpoenaed to testify. The interesting thing is, if they were working at, uh, as an FBI agent on this day, then are they going to say, oh, I, you know, we, we can't, we've been, we were working for the government. It's, it's, it's one way or the other. You know, and then they're going to be caught in a dip, very difficult spot because they'll be asked questions that will expose them. OK, and if they don't go, then the re, then that begs the question, why? And they, to say, OK, you're FBI. And so then we have videos, which we've already seen. Most of you have already seen. If you haven't, go watch these videos that I have, uh, like I said, called Truth About January 6th, part, uh, part two. I've got Patriot Purge, all these right here. You can just go and check those out. And you can see Ray Epps clearly enticing the people to go into the Capitol to lead the charge. You can see him running along with the people, trying to get everybody to go in there. And how, who knows how many of these people were FBI agents? Because we have been in this movement long enough. We're not, we're not, you know, most of us are not fooled by it. But some of them clearly were. The leader of the Oath Keepers and two of the men captured on video urging people to enter or proceed into the U.S. Capitol on January 6th have been subpoenaed by the defense to testify in the government's case against Kelly Meggs, an Oath Keeper accused of conspiring to storm the Capitol. This is the reason why we have not been able to get any justice for those who have been um, uh, arrested and are, have still been held without even you know, being able to post bond. They're, and they're still there 
in, in, the, in, this, in this jail because if this goes to trial, then the truth comes out about it, okay? And they won't be able to keep the, the truth from coming out. So, some, so in this case, uh, with this Kelly Meggs, an Oath Keeper accused of conspiring to storm the Capitol, it appears that this truth is coming out. So let's push this out there to everyone. What is going on? Who are these people? What was their role? Are they FBI? And why were they instigating for people to go into the Capitol? So all this is, is you know, we're, we're here on the 5th of January. And so our, our job is, you know, whenever it's already something that people are looking at and talking about, and, and President Trump has been used to uh, using this to stir this, all this discussion, that's our job to say, throw out these truth bombs, you know, throw out uh, these truth bullets. Rhodes' presence in Washington, D.C. has been the subject of much criticism, with Darren Beatty's Revolver News publishing a series of investigative reports suggesting he may be working with the federal government or its intelligence agencies in some capacity. Now, I'll show you his site right here, revolver.news. Revolver.news, you see um, Beatty, Darren Beatty, on uh, Steve Bannon from time to time. And so he has been exposing what happened on January 6th. He's been doing an, an excellent job. I would definitely follow his site. I would definitely you know, support him. He's just doing a great job. Um, so, so great. While many of the Oath Keepers who, who Rhodes led to Washington, D.C. that day were arrested, some, like Megs, have been held without bail <coughs> for nearly a year. Rhodes has not been charged. Interesting. That right there puts you, it makes you, makes you go home, right? Roach was voluntarily interviewed by the FBI, but has not been arrested, and the government does not appear to suspect him of committing crimes on January 6th. All right, so we've got, we're like, let us show you the video, we can show it to you. Of course, they are not interested in that. They're only interested in holding people accountable who didn't do anything. Right. That's unfortunately the, the truth. So uh, Epps identity has became, became sorry, Epps identity became known in conservative circles due to the exhaustive work of Revolver News, which compiled extensive video showing Epps urging the get conservatives gathered in Washington, D.C. to storm the U.S. Capitol on or before January 6th. Epps has not been arrested either. And of course, I've got a video on uh, on that right there, on a clip that I showed where patriots who were there went to his home. <laughs> they saw he went out in his fancy, he, I think he's got like a wedding venue. <clears throat> and so he went out in his fancy, um, like a 12-seater uh, uh, golf cart, and he went, he was going out to get the mail. Well, they they said, hey, hey, Ray, what's up? Hey. <laughs> and they start talking to him, and they're like, oh, we want to talk about what happened on January 6th. And next thing you know, he hightails it. He's like, I am out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, he's been exposed. And so what they do when someone's exposed, they start circling the wagons to protect those people. Well, you know, we'll find out what happens in this in this uh, in this case if he is taken before them. You know, he's been subpoenaed. Let's just see what happens from here on. So let's keep following the story. Um, he, but he's not been arrested. All right. Sullivan, meanwhile, is a member of the left wing fringe of politics, affiliating himself with the Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And he attended the January 6th protest disguised as a Trump supporter. <laughs> this is what they do. This is what we have to expose. This is how they roll. And a lot of people who've had this thing, same thing happen to them. And especially, you know, the, the black people, they know that this is how the, the mainstream media would play it back in the day, like with Martin Luther King Jr. and all of that. Anyway, this is the Sullivan guy. And so he's, if you remember hearing, I've got clips of it too, where he's 
<coughs> he's on there talking trash, you know, about all the things that they want to do. And, and, and he's he really came out strong as Antifa and as an anarchist. So that was really good to have him exposed. All right. Sullivan celebrated as protesters entered the U.S. Capitol, identifying himself as part of the crowd and er appearing to urge them to continue the advance, potentially raising questions about his organizational impact that day. And we heard we heard him speak the night before without a mask or anything. Sullivan was ultimately charged and forced to surrender the money he gained from selling his films. Epps, Mosley contends, will offer the jury reasonable doubt that his client did anything wrong. A jury needs to see that Ray Epps went around on video telling people to enter the Capitol and beat up police, said Mosley. Mosley asked rhetorically, Ray Epps is on video doing it, but there's no evidence Kelly Meggs did it. Isn't that funny? And she's being held accountable. Hmm. That means Kelly Meggs is not guilty. Most of the known video showing Epps repeatedly urging Trump supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. to storm the U.S. Capitol has been has since been compiled and released on Rumble. Yeah, and a lot lots of different places. It's it's everywhere. <laughs> OK, here's a little clip of it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Peacefully! Fed! 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 Tomorrow? I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Leave this here. We don't need to get shot. There's a buddy Epps going going right right in uh, with the crowd, and likely most of these are feds. Who knows? You know what? You know, how many? Who's who of this group? Um, Mosley, who also represented Proud Boys Philadelphia chapter president Zach Rail, whatever, believes Epps' testimony will undermine the government's case against several high-profile January 6th defendants. There's no allegation that either the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers actually committed any offense, interacted with police officers, or caused any damage. But that doesn't speak to what this Rhodes person did. So time will tell, you know, and, and our job is just to try to get this truth out there as much as we can. We possibly can. So let's get it. All right. So that's what we do. Now, I want you to see this. Um, someone asked a great question the other day. I want to make sure that you guys um, know what is the truth about this. Um, have you ever heard of the word? I'm sure you have. Zion and Zionist. To two totally different things. And I, I've talked about this on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram yesterday. But check out this little clip from the end of Matrix Revolutions. He's calling out, Zion, Zion, the war is over. You might not be able to hear exactly what he's saying, understand it, but he's saying, Zion, the war is over. Zion is the people of God, people of uh, just are, who want peace and love and fairness and all that throughout the world and for everyone to be free and all of that that's zion okay that's what the bible talks about the city of god the city of of goodness and love and light right whereas zionist is some that what i'm going to show you the balfour agreement which you already have i'm sure know about but the the point is that they hijacked this this nation and and, and established this nation of israel for evil purposes I'm not talking about the people, the regular people on the street, because they have been terribly um, hurt and damaged and um, uh, they're under in terrible tyranny in 
Israel. And, and we have to always delineate between the two. But the ones who are in power, the ones who have uh, established this, they are what you call Zionists. And they have established this for to use this for evil, not only against the, the people of Israel, but also to use it to manipulate the entire world. OK, and that is what the problem is with Zionism. If you talk to the common people on the street, Muslims, Jews, whoever, they do not want this. They do not want they're not Zionists. They do not want they want to go back to what it was before the Balfour Agreement, where everyone had their own property, just like here, just like here. You know, we, we you know everybody has their own. You're not asking people whether they're Muslim or Jew or whatever, and and, and so that's how they manipulated it and used it. The, and and uh, this is really a, a a dark hat operation, okay? Just like there's been a dark hat operation in in Ukraine and in um, in Venezuela and in North Korea and all around. But he is rejoicing that finally this war is over, and that is exactly what we're looking forward to too. That, uh, check it out. That's how, that's how we're going to feel, you guys, once we get to this point. Finally, finally. And, and um, they're, they're saying uh, we've dreamed of this day. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I hit the uh, mute. Yes, we are waiting. We are in great anticipation for this war to be over and for these bad guys to win. And I know that's what everybody is just like every day. Is this, this today the day, you know, and that and there will be a day when this finally happens and we'll be so happy. But uh, we said until then, we just just like them, we just have to keep fighting. And so that's really uh, I, I love that that portion of um, of, uh, of that movie. OK, so here's the Balfour Declaration. It was a public statement issued by the British government in 1970 during the First World War, announcing support for the establishment of a national home for the Jewish people in Palestine and then an Ottoman region with small minority Jewish population. And they, the, the whole point is they were using this for evil purposes. You know, and, and again, we support the people of, of, you know, God's people wherever they live, whatever um, is their nationality, whatever their race, whatever you want to call it, but we but we do not support this because it is being used as a as a as a bludgeon to just to try to divide the whole world, unfortunately. And that's what Zionism is about. This was um this was this was assigned by the Rothschilds. What does that tell you? This is signed by the 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 quote elite, the top of the cabal. What does that tell you? That was their intent. I saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient one and was led into his presence. He was given authority and honor and sovereignty over all the nations of the world. So the people of every race and nation and language would obey him. His rule is eternal and it will never end. 
his kingdom will never be destroyed. And that's what we're seeing, you guys. We're seeing his kingdom come, his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Do not doubt it. Every day that you are fighting in this battle, you are part of right there what we I just read to you in Daniel chapter 7. Let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for this promise that nothing can stop what is coming. This is your word, and no one can stop it. No one can stay your hand. I don't care if, if they call themselves the beast. I don't care what they're doing. That Thank you, Lord, that we are rising up against them and that your kingdom will come and you will rule this world and we will rule and reign along with you. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys. I'm so glad that we got to hang out today. I hope you enjoyed everything we talked about. So now let's go get it. Let's go share this information as fast as we can. And I will see you next week on Brideon.tv at 10 a.m. Central Time um, uh, on Wednesday. All right, guys. Have a great day. I'll see you soon. Before 2022, something has to be done. Ever, ever give up. Just keep going forward. Never stop. It may seem like you have no chance. It may seem like it's over. Never, ever quit.